This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls up my lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <sighs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 182. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? Doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Good. What movie do we have you watch this week? Maze Runner. The Maze Runner. Pick this in oh, honor man. of The Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials, coming out this week. Uh, this is directed by Wes Ball. It came out in 2014. I have a synopsis here. Thomas is deposited in a community of boys after his memory is erased. Soon learning, they're all trapped in a maze that will require him to join forces with fellow runners, quote-unquote, for a shot at escape. This stars Dylan O'Brien, uh, Amal Amin, Ki uh, Hong Lee, Blake Cooper, Thomas Brody Sangster, Will Poulter, and Kaya Scudelario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Maze Runner? Um, well, the movie opens up in a sixteen-year-old boy is in an elevator underground, and he eventually reaches the top. And the elevator opens up, and all the boys up top, are, they pull him out and help him, and explain to him that. No one remembers anything except their names eventually come back to them. And they don't know why they're there. And supplies are delivered through this elevator once a month. And also a new boy is in the elevator every time. So there's no girls. Um... And they have no idea why they're there or what's happening. So they they tell him that if he goes into the maze after dark, that the maze closes up and eventually he'll die because no one has survived the maze overnight. And this one Asian guy. And another guy are out exploring. They're considered runners. And they have to make it back before the mace goes up at night. And at the very last second, you see them going towards the entrance of the maze. And the Asian guy is carrying the other guy because he has been stung. By what are they called? Grievers. And uh, apparently, there is a cure. And eventually, you just go insane and kill everyone. And for whatever reason, the saving guy is trying to help this other guy back. I assume because they're like buddies, they've been together for a while. But anyway, the maze was closing as they're coming back. And this Thomas guy runs into the maze before it closes. And the Asian guy is telling him that he 
basically just kill themselves and they're all going to die. And they find a way to take a third guy and string him up by a vine to avoid the grievers. And they're hiding in vine walls. And eventually a griever comes and it turns out to be a giant spider. Yes. But it's like a mechanical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, giant mechanical spider. Yeah. Nice. And but it's kind of organic too. It's got fleshy bits. It's got, it's got some fleshy bits in there. Mm-hmm. And it's got blood. Mm-hmm. But it's oh, it also got machine parts. So they kill it in the maze, and the next day they turn. You go out of the maze again. They explore the dead carcass. And they take a piece of the the machine part out of the carcass, but they have no idea what it does. So they go back again, and they find a girl has been delivering, and she has a note that says, this will be the last delivery ever, and they're not really sure what that means. She wakes up and she recognizes Thomas, but he has no idea who she is. And eventually, uh, this hostage tries to inject himself with the poison the grievers have, <laughs> and he finds out that him and the squirrel work in the work in a laboratory before they were sent to this maze. So this guy injects himself and finds out they they work together beforehand and they inject him with anti-venom, bring him back to life and they eventually make their way into the maze and they're trying to find a way out and they figure out that this part that they took out the carcass, that that part's a key in solving the mystery. And they eventually escape and go to a lab where dead people are laying everywhere. And the dude, apparently, this tallest guy, he had play on this video. And they find out that oh, I just lost my turn of thought. They find out that they were kind of test subjects. Oh yeah, and uh, military people come in and escort them out to a helicopter, and they find out they're test subjects, and they're, they're trying to the people that are testing them are trying to figure out why they're able to survive and that hopefully they can replicate that. And the movie's over. Well, they said there's a second trial coming. Yeah, that's kind of the big twist. So the the twist is that you think everybody's dead in the lab and, that's, and that it's over, but it turns out that the, all of that was part of it. 
none of the people in the lab were actually dead, that it's just, it was all part of the test. And the people that rescued them are actually part of the test too. And they're escorting them to the second part of the test. The Scorch Trial. Yeah, that's the Scorch Trial, basically. Oh, man. So what'd you think of this movie? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. So this, uh, so this is coming out on Thursday. Wednesday, I'm publishing a, uh, a Film Pulse Plays where I actually play the Maze Runner video game. So mm. by this point, everyone may already know my thoughts on it because I actually watched this movie this week too in preparation for the game so I would have some backstory as far as you know what the hell's going on in this. And I was kind of curious. I, I never saw this when it came out, but I was kind of curious as to what was really happening. And I was a little disappointed, but like Ryan, I didn't actually hate this nearly as much as I thought I would. I thought it would be another teen movie like uh, Twilight or any of those other stupid movies. It's but not. It wasn't that bad. It's not as cheesy. It's it's not as cheesy as the Hunger Games. It's a plus lot. It, plus, Effie's in it. Yeah, Effie's in it. Who? The girl, the girl runner. Well, she's not a runner, but the girl that was ended up in the Glade. They call it the Glade. The Glade. Yeah. So, I didn't find it as cheesy as as the the other ones. Of course. I think that they're setting up some sort of love story between Thomas and the girl, which they yeah. didn't they didn't get into that at all in this one, which is probably why I liked it a little bit more because you didn't have that kind of sappy romance stuff in it mm. that that seems to always yeah. feel tacked on, you know. Oh, you can't have a teen movie without that. Because you're you're on the verge of the apocalypse. Okay, there there are certain priorities that have to take place. <laughs> You gotta get some. <laughs> that was always the thing about the Hunger Games that I just didn't, I couldn't latch on to. I, did, I didn't care for the whole love triangle bit. Yeah, and they spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. And they spent so much time with the, you know, the behind the scenes. They talk about the Hunger Games so much. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. In the Maze Runner, you have no idea what's going on until the very end. I mean, you can pretty much put it together. You know that somebody is pulling the strings, but you don't really know why or or how or, you know, how these people are being picked, how these kids are being picked, which maybe I missed something, or maybe it's it, it's explained further in the sequel, but I still don't know why these people were picked because, like Ryan said, it has something to do with them surviving, but if they get stung... They get the same infection. It's not like they're immune to it. Mm. So I, I don't understand. I, I really don't get it. Do you get it, Ryan? Do you get? Do you understand why oh, these kids man, were picked? That, that's the one part I thought that I missed something. So I'm actually kind of glad they say you don't get it. And again, maybe it's explained. Help. Maybe it's explained later on in the story because this is based on a series of books. So. Maybe they get into it more later on. What we do know is that apparently Thomas and the girl were actually helping to run the maze before they got put in it themselves. But, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
It's just a bunch of kids running mazes, man. It's just, they're just running those mazes. It kind of reminds me of a uh, little older version of oh my god, why can't I think of that? The book, the pig, the kids run the island. Lord we of the Flies. High school. Lord, Lord of the Flies. Yes. It does have. Bad, but it's like uh more updated version. I want to know where they got those sweet leather vests from. Because there's but no they're way... Wearing le- they're all wearing leather vests? The runners. The runners wear leather vests. Who gets to decide who gets leather vests or not? The runners, dude. The runners are like... The, they're the strong ones. They're the ones that go into the maze and help map it out. And see, the thing is, it's sort of like Cube in that the maze periodically shifts. The walls oh, move geez. around and stuff. So it's got a Cube vibe to it. Got that cube vibe going. I was thinking that there were going to be more traps and stuff in the maze, but there's really not. It's just the maze, and then there's the grievers. And that's what are it. the grievers? What did explain these things? They have the spider thing. Yeah, the, the spiders. They're these kind of with mechanical bits. Yeah, fleshy bits. But they're they're giant. They're really big. They kind of look like transformers, sort of. But they have kind of monster faces. It seems like a bit much. Like, you already have the intricate maze. I was thinking it'd be cool if, instead of the Grievers, you just had traps in the maze. Because when you go into the maze, it looks very old. It doesn't look like something new. It looks ancient. It looks like some sort of ancient uh, Indiana Jones-esque, you know, tomb. Where it's like, the walls are moving, and there's, you know. Go ahead. I think the groups are there just so that people can constantly hang out in the maze. Yeah, it gives them a reason to leave the maze before it closes at night. And also, I think that that was part of the test because the thing that they get out of the griever that they kill is a key that essentially allows them to leave the maze. So Mm. I think part of the test was having to kill one of those grievers. But let me just tell you this. These are all young boys. A lot of these fucking kids get killed brutally in this movie. They die. It did sound like if Ryan was listening to a number of people being killed. There's like, I don't know, how many do you think, Ryan? There's like 20 or 30 of these boys at the beginning, and maybe half a dozen make it through. The 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 groupers kind of uh, scorpion tails too. Yeah, they they, they get you. And they pick people up with that. Yeah, they what? can grab you. They can grab you and throw you or sting you or do all kinds of nasty so shit. A lot of the kids get picked up and stung and thrown everywhere. Wow. Yeah, sounds like a bit much. It's pretty intense because eventually. And because on this show we spoil everything that we talk about, eventually the Grievers do get into the Glade, and they attack the camp, and they just murder everyone. (laughs) I uh, gotta be kind of honest here. I kind of want to watch it. (laughs) It's actually not that bad. (laughs) I was so surprised. This sounds sounds like really intense and dark. I I thought it was gonna be very stupid, but it wasn't. I was surprised. It it gets it's pretty dark, especially when they get into the lab and everybody's dead. That's that. Yeah. They show blood and and they show a lady shooting herself in the head. Yeah, 
So when they <laughs> when they make it into the lab, it's like it's like VHS. Which one was that? Which VHS was that? Where everyone's standing with guns? To oh their no 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 no! <laughs> no, they're already dead when they get in there. It's not quite that intense. <laughs> and this is PG thirteen. Yeah, it is. You it is. Me. It's it's pretty surprising. The lady that shoots herself in the head five minutes later, she. You realize that was part of this, and, and that yeah, and that's why I think that it was PG thirteen that they were able to get away with it because it looks she doesn't really shoot herself in the head. She's still uh, she's still alive. She's actually the one running the whole the whole test. Okay. So yeah, kind of, but but you do see a lot of kids get killed. Like there's this one little fat kid that's in it, and he's like one of the main dudes, and he gets he gets killed in a pretty brutal way. He gets shot. Wow. So, yeah. Oh boy. And Will Poulter, the the kid that was in um, where the Millers, where he gets his balls stung by or bit bit by the tarantula. Uh, He's in it. Actually, he was in he was in uh, Son of Rambo. That was the first thing I saw him in. Remember that movie? You know it, man. I was talking to Kevin, but whatever. I don't think so. It was about the two young boys that they would like play. I, th- I can't remember what country it ori- that movie originated from. I guess it was uh, an, an English film. Hmm. At any rate, that was a good movie. All right, Ryan, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this one. What are you going to give the Maze Runner? Five. That's a five out of ten. You know, honestly, that's probably where I'd sit with it, too. It, it wasn't... The end really kind of was the thing that pissed me off the most. Just because yeah. it made no sense to me. I... And I'm I didn't... all drunk, like, if the May is two hours long, but it wasn't like me sitting there for two hours staring at the clock, wondering when it's going to be over. Yeah, it was it was mildly entertaining, I'd say. I thought that this the special effects in it were terrible. Like, I thought that everything, a lot of it looked green screen to me, yeah. and the grievers looked really bad. But maybe with the success of this one, the sequel's gonna they're gonna up their game. I don't know what this the sequel's gonna be all about. Looks like a lot of it takes place in the desert or something. But what do you think of speaking of the sequel, are you gonna seek out the, the second one now? See how the story progresses? Uh, I'm my Brennan. I'm I'm definitely not trying to be excited about going to the movies. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I, I'm definitely not gonna see it in the theater. I can tell you that for certain. But but you're but you're still gonna continue this journey. I will. I'll check it out. I mean, I I checked out uh, the second Hunger Games. I gave that a shot. I tried to give this that a shot. Feels, it kind of makes me watching this made me want all three of them to be out right now. So you could just watch so the I, whole thing. Yeah. Well, especially with this one, and I I could go on a long rant about movies that do that these days where they clearly just give you the very early part of the story and none of it feels like a cohesive beginning, middle, and end. I feel like even with movies that are part of a bigger story, you can still have an ending. And to me, this didn't feel like an ending. It felt like this was the preamble to the actual story. Yeah. And that kind of yeah. pissed me. Movies that do that piss me off because all you have to do is look at the original Star Wars trilogy. You know, those were all three movies that went together to tell one big story, but they all had, you know, 
yeah, conclusions just, to each one of them. Yeah, it's just that lazy trilogy filmmaking. Well, yeah, and plus, with a lot of these movies, they shoot them back to back. So some of them, they even shoot concurrently with each other. They just do one long thing where they film all of it at once and then split it up later. And I think that that's it's not good. It's just not a good thing, unless you are going to release them together, which is something I actually kind of would like to see for movies like this, where it's like a month down the road or even, I mean, you don't want to cannibalize your own market, but yeah. I don't know. Either way, that's the Maze Runner. I surprisingly didn't despise it, so it sounds like you didn't either, Ryan. Yeah, this went, uh, this went a little bit different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I was... I was kind of surprised, honestly. Don't get me wrong; I didn't love it or anything. It's still a young. It's still a young adult adaptation. It's just a, It's one of the best ad, young adult young adult adaptations I've seen. The way that I'm reading this is that you and Ryan fucking loved it, and you're huge fans. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We're called uh, Mazeheads now. That's that's our name. We're Mazeheads. I'm out a maze for a baseball head. <laughs> You guys got leather vests. <laughs> yeah, we have replica vests that we wear. Mine says base, not runner. <laughs> I'd be the one pushing him through the maze. <laughs> and your legs would be falling off, and I'd be like, God damn it, the Grievers are coming. Come on. the first day. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much how it would go. We'd, we'd go in the maze, and we'd go about 10 feet before we realized that it's made of sand. <laughs> And we wouldn't be able to go anywhere with the wheelchair, and then we just have to accept our fate. I would, I would watch that. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of fun. It'd be, it'd be more of a short film, I think. Yeah, I would draw it out for two and a half hours. <laughs> Most of it would just be us sitting there waiting to die, probably. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that'll wrap it up for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions to podcast at filmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulsing. Consider subscribing. We appreciate that very much. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson, and we will see you on Monday. See you later. Can you hear that? <laughs> Beeping? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear it. What is it? It's my neighbor's forella. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so your neighbor's in the process of dying. <laughs> Self-immolation? Oh, oh shit. Wait, done. Podcast first.